You are listening to the Cassie Plays Devil's Advocate podcast with me, your host, Cassie Shingles Magin. This is a comedy podcast where I have a special guest on each week who picks three subjects for me to counter-argue, whether I believe it or not. If you enjoy the show, please follow my social media. I am on Instagram and Twitter as Cassie Plays Devil's Advocate, underscore after each word. If you have any suggestions, ideas, or things you'd just like us to talk about in the show, feel free to message me on those social media accounts. And now with that out of the way, it's time to get on with the show. Welcome back to another episode of Cassie Plays Devil's Advocate. This week we've got a theme to the episode and the theme is movies. And I thought who better to have a conversation about movies with than my fellow film buff Jessica Lynch. Hello. (laughs) Or Jess as everyone calls her. Yeah, whatever. (laughs) So this was your idea actually, the the movie theme, wasn't it? Um, Yeah, I think it was only because I came up with an extremely bold statement. (laughs) You did. And we started arguing immediately. Which I'm going to have to uh, argue my point with today, but yes. Yes. (laughs) You came up with that bold statement and then we were like, actually a movie theme. That's that's probably a better, better, safer, more interesting, possibly. Yeah. But yeah, so... um, how do we know each other? Um, so, well, I suppose officially we are work colleagues. Um, we are. Met, met at work a year ago? More than yeah, that? just over a year ago. Unofficially, we were uh, fellow students at Northampton College. And, and I a, forgot about this. Yeah, I, I didn't remember. Yeah, I was very forgettable, obviously. Oh. <laughs> Well, it's really funny. So I'd known you for like six months, maybe even more. Yeah. And I was talking to a colleague of ours, Errol, and about um, a performance I was in. <laughs> it was a, a sort of piss take recreation of a popular American TV series yes. that with, involves singing, with singing and choreography, and choreography. Oh God. <laughs> and uh, I didn't know that Jess was part of the media team. Oh, well, I couldn't remember. And even more embarrassingly. She was part of the media team that filmed my singing part. Well, miming. I was miming to Pink's Perfect. And oh, yeah. My God, was it the most <laughs> dreadful acting I've ever done in my life? I've never been so ashamed. It was. It was. It was very interesting editing it. Oh God, I couldn't get it. There's a bit where I have to go. Like someone's talking about how they wish life life was a musical, and I have to say well I'm sorry but life isn't like that and then I look directly at the camera and go cue the music <laughs> and I, I could not do that seriously I was in hysterics I think we had to retake that like 20 times oh god there were so many people were getting pissed yeah funnily enough that wasn't supposed to be my song really I wasn't supposed to have any songs in it that was supposed to be um, another actor who was in that scene but she didn't learn the song didn't know the lyrics she knew Dear. the rap bit in the middle <laughs> and, and she'd done that bit and then I had to the sing the worst it. bit <laughs> and it was really stupid because um, it made no sense to the character because my character was the principal and and she was supposed to be like really uptight and very prim and proper and a OCD and blah, 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 and fell in love with the PE teacher which was cringe oh yeah and um yeah, and then she ended up singing Perfect by Pink to a student, which kind of was a bit weird. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. And then there was choreography going on in the back. <laughs> it was just awful. Yeah, it was an experience. It was a... Uh, my first uh, short film. 
but yeah, soiree. Yeah, and like I was talking to Errol about it, and you went, "Oh, you're talking about so and so." And I went, "What?" And she went, "Yeah, I was, oh, I was I there." Remember well. I was like, "That's that's how I know you." And what? Oh God! <laughs> I was big, hoping that the big die. finale in the canteen. Oh my God! The big. Fi- <laughs> dancing on the, the table dance scene. that was the only scene I had to dance in and if I had to either dance or sing I'd dance because I'm alright with choreography I can do that a bit better I can't sing at all oh I don't think I'd be able to do either that's really? why I was behind the camera <laughs> it was true but they had me like right up front because I was like one of the main characters being the principal and stuff and there was a bit at the end where me and the we were dancing me and the PE teacher had to like stop and I all through the film I'd done this thing where I'd like push my hair behind my ear and I went to go put my hair behind my ear and then he like done it for me and oh, it was supposed no. to be really it was supposed to be really cute where he like touches my hand and it's like a moment where it's like are they gonna kiss but it did not come out that way it uh. came out as I went to go put my hand behind my ear and he grabs my hand really aggressively <laughs> and looks at me like how fucking do you <laughs> it did not translate oh, well on the screen oh dear it was really it was Oh, it was just car crash TV. Yeah. Oh yeah, dreadful. God, it was. And there was a. Did you go to the premiere? Yeah, at the Ling's Forum. Oh God. <laughs> oh, I don't oh. really know what I went to be honest. I think it was just a a day out. I think I. No, I think oh, I did so invite my dad and my stepmom actually, mm. but it was kind of just like, please don't come. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not actually in it. I did like five minutes of filming and that was about it so to be fair the camera work and stuff was great and the editing was good it was Thank a, you. the was, script and the acting was, all, was my, just all my work <laughs> yeah I, the script was shocking oh, that was my first year of doing acting in college and I had two more years after that and after after doing that performance I said to myself I'm not inviting anyone <laughs> to things that I don't think are up to standard Pre-warning, spoiler alert for this episode. We're going to be talking about films and it might involve us talking about the plots and the twists and the endings. Yeah, so we'll, if, if we say something about a film and you haven't seen it yet, skip forward a bit. But yeah, so spoiler alert. Jess, yeah. what is your first opinion? Maybe I should do that one first now. Interesting. Oh, oh you've got a Star Wars one. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> I think I know what it is. And I think I agree. I don't agree. I mean, no, you don't. Um, so my my first um, opinion is that um, Star Trek, in general, <gasps> is infinitely better and more enjoyable than Star Wars. Okay, what are we talking about? Are we talking about the All of series it. or the new films? All of it. Okay, well, you, maybe you're goddamn wrong. <laughs> maybe not the new Star Trek films. Oh no, I like the new Star Trek. I films. like them, but very. They're, 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 I don't know. They're a bit cheesy. Yeah. Yeah. But I think they're funny. They're good. Uh, the thing I hate the most is you can't you can't like Star Trek and Star Wars. Oh, yeah. That's You've got to silly. pick one. I like Star Trek. I'm not going to lie. I do like Star Trek. Yeah. If it's on Netflix or something, I'll give it a watch. Give I do it, like give it. Give it a whirl. I love sci fi stuff. But I like Star Wars a lot. I just do. And I do like the new Star Trek movies because it, they're. Um, Especially, I think the third one was written by Simon Pegg, and he's in them, and I rate yeah. him a lot oh, yeah, as a human being. Um, I think it's well acted. The storylines are good. They they link into the series quite nicely with a bit of a change twist. It's just not on the same level as a Star Wars. So I am accepting this argument, <laughs> and I'm not even playing devil's advocate on this because this is my this is goddamn real. opinion. 
All right, so why do you think Star Wars is infinitely better than Star... Uh, no, sorry, infinitely worse <laughs> than Star Trek? Um, well, I think from growing up um, as, a, as a family, when we used to go to my dad's house, so we used to go to my dad's on a Wednesday and then every other weekend, um, on a Wednesday, Star Trek always used to be on and we used to watch it with my Which dad. Which Star Trek? Um, the... Picard? Yeah, yeah with, with Next with, um... Generation. What's his name? Patrick Stewart. Patrick Stewart. Patrick Stewart. Yeah, yeah, Next Generation. Yeah. Good series. It was good. And I, I just really enjoyed it. And I think those are like, that's my link really, is that it was something that, you know, we watched like all of us, like both of my brothers and mm. and my dad, like all together. So you've got um, fond memories of yeah, like family time. Yeah. And, and I, it's not that I don't like Star Wars. I didn't like the episode one, two and three. I like oh, the the, uh, the uh, prequels. The, the, yeah. Oh, the prequels are shocking. <laughs> I like. I hate them. I like the originals. The Some original of them. Is great. Yeah. The one Four, I five, six, yeah. don't know which one it is, but it's the one where Luke is like on the planet with Yoda. Force Awakens. No. No. Uh, Return the, of the Jedi. Yeah. I Return? just found that one boring. Oh wait, no. Oh wait, no. Uh, okay. I actually don't know. Oh, you mean the episode? You mean the Force? Of- no. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> Whichever one it is, I yeah, just the one I, with Yoda. I yeah I just I found that the bit with Luke and Yoda just went on too long. It it just it was boring. I didn't I didn't like it. I think Luke as a standalone character originally is just a bit of a wet blanket. <laughs> There's nothing about about him when he's with like Han and Leia. Like he's fine. He's fine on his own. Mm, no, as okay, a lead, I, as a lead man, just doesn't he just doesn't grab me? He doesn't do I it for me. I semi agree with you there. So he doesn't have as much dimension as the other characters. He has zero dimension. He's he just wants yeah, to sleep with got... his sister, <laughs> <laughs> which is weird. That is weird. And when you watch it back, knowing it, it's like ooh. Um, yeah, there's. You're right. As a standalone character, he hasn't got as much background against. Princess Leia, who's a strong female, who's obviously a princess. She's really high up, and she's fighting these rebels. And she's done it of her own three will and stuff like and that. And she got balls. She got balls, man. She's got, she's she got more balls than Han Solo. I mean, Carrie Fisher played it beautifully. Yes. She has got more balls than Solo, and she yeah. saves him quite a few times and yes. stuff like that. She's the driving force. She's the best bit. Yeah, she's the driving force of the whole, the whole thing. of Star yeah. Wars, apart from the Ewoks, who <laughs> are adorable Ewoks are so cute they're so cute my little dog looks like an Ewok (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah and then you've got Han Solo he's this rebel he's like really cool mysterious he definitely shot first and yeah he's a bit of a badass and then you've got Luke who's like this he's just little orphan he's just there that's it he as as a, a trio they work really well together. Yes. You've, yeah, and I think he's supposed to be a bit awkward and a bit sort of nerdy, and he yeah he's not used to all this stuff because he was raised on this like solitary planet and stuff like that. I do like the him with Yoda bit though. Mm. I do like the whole training thing, but I do agree it does go on a little bit too. It's long. just too long. It's yeah. too long. It does. And I but think I love it. I don't it's know. Just I just think about the original. I just feel like in Star Trek getting them confused in my head in Star Trek um, I feel like every character has a, a purpose 
like they they all in in the TV show in like the films yeah like they're all even you know like the 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 second in command like they're still their own character and they're still you know powerful and they've got you know they've got motivation and and personality do you not think it's all a bit samey though no oh i think it's all a bit same it's like the same sort of stuff well i do i like star trek i do but then the same sort of stuff happens in in Star Wars. You take that back. They're just fighting the bad guy. They're fighting Darth... They're fighting a damn wall. Darth what do you Vader, want? Darth Maul, whatever the new guy is, Adam Driver. Kylo Ren. Yeah. He's great, but also you've got And uh, he's General always got Snow. a shirt off. You've got helped. Oh, he has his shirt off in one scene, and he's that is the best He's always got scene. a shirt off with his really high trousers. <laughs> <laughs> his high waisted jeans. It's like, loud. I remember watching that scene and being like, oh, Star Wars is the best thing ever. <laughs> the newer films, the uh, the reboot, well, not the reboots, but they're like. Haven't seen any of them. What? I haven't seen any of the new Star Wars films. None of them. I have not seen. Uh, I've not seen Solo, and I really like Donald Glover, but I I just. I didn't I don't like know. Solo that much. No. I think um. It was just a bit. Shit. Yeah, it's a bit pointless. I'll tell you what, I really rate. It's because it's Star Wars. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> I loved Rogue One. Rogue One was brilliant because it linked into everything really, really well and stuff like that. It was clever. And have you not seen it? No. Okay, I don't want to spoil it for you. But That's the fine. ending is so realist. I don't want to spoil it. I feel like I know what happens in all of them because you can't get away from you can't, Star Wars. You can't get away from it. <laughs> Although I haven't seen any spoilers for Rogue One online or anything like that, so I won't tell you what happens. But it's just got Somebody such, dies. It's just got such a realistic ending and stuff Who like dies? that. Who dies? This is a prequel film. Oh, oh is it? Yeah, this is oh. uh, Before A New Hope. So do you know that... Oh. Do you know that, help me Obi-Wan, you're my only hope yeah. thing? This is how she... Um, how Princess Leia got the plans for like the Death Star. So like it's that. after... It's before A New after Hope. The after the first the... three. Yeah. Crap ones. Yeah. But before the originals. Yeah. Okay. I think, anyway. If okay. I'm wrong, let me know. But I'm under that impression. Yeah, because the first three were... Uh, Darth Vader's They are Anakin parents? Skywalker. No. They... It's Anakin Skywalker is Darth Vader. So it's his okay. story before he became... And then they had Luke. Darth and Leia, yeah. And Leia. But they are born literally right at the very end of episode three. Right. Um, and the way... Padme dies is shit it's all just shit mm. it's just shit I don't like you I don't I just, like episodes I, I, I feel like they could have been okay films if they'd picked a better lead thank because you because Hayden Christensen oh he is was dreadful just like a piece of cardboard oh my god thank you he <laughs> looks he looks great but he is a shit actor I'm gonna say it he's although dreadful. he's in a really good film that I like called Shattered Glass and I think that's only good because he plays um, a bit of a psycho, mm. very wooden guy. Yeah. So it's almost like he's not really acting. I just, yeah. <laughs> not that I know he's a psycho. I, yeah. But he is a wooden guy. Yes. I completely agree. I think um, they didn't get a great choice for Anakin. Like, no. He didn't play it very well. Natalie Portman, though. Can't go wrong. Mm, no. She's good in everything. All of it. She, I rate Natalie Portman actually. She, I do like her. I like she love her is, is, Yeah, she's she's I captivating. Just, I think. I don't know. I, 
I think they were a bit too young. They played it too young and naive. Yeah. And I know they were sort of supposed to be that young, but she think... was a bit of a sap. They did make. Oh, she made. From what I remember, they made melt, they made yeah. her character just a huge sap. She dies of a broken heart. I was like, <laughs> I'm sorry, but she's got two beautiful children that she needs to protect. Princess Leia's mum would not die of a broken heart. No way. <laughs> no way. Never at all. And they made her just sort of someone who was waiting around for Anakin to come home and they had to keep their love a secret and it was just all shit. I didn't like it. No. Yeah, no, I, I completely I agree with you on that. I remember zero about any of those films. Yeah, did I he, tried to block it out. Did he die in lava? I feel like that's what yeah, I remember. Yeah, uh, him and... Melted. Um, yeah, uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi and him have like a fight to the death and... And then they both He falls into lava and he, his le- legs and hands are all gone except for like one and he's burnt to a crisp and he has to have that master breathe and stuff. Oh, yeah. It was just, oh, I just, I just didn't like it. They're I didn't like great. any of it. it was, They're not great. No. no yeah. And um, I thought his reasons for turning were a bit stupid. They could have done so much more with it. But I think episodes four, five, and six, seven, eight, and nine are just so well done. Mm. Maybe not eight. Uh, so that's a uh, which one was that? Uh, the Last Jedi. The uh, most recent one. No. The most recent ones were Skywalker. The one before. The one before that. The, that one. The, JJ. the second one, I didn't rate that much. I liked mm. it. I saw it twice because I always do. I went to the midnight showing because I always do. Hello. <laughs> um, <laughs> I actually I went to the double bill midnight showing. I think, which was sick. Um. The second one I didn't rate that much until Rise of Skywalker came out, and they referenced a couple of bits in it, and I right. and I thought I'll go back and rewatch certain scenes. And a lot of people are moaning about Rise of Skywalker, saying they mm. shoehorned certain things into it. But if you watch The Last Jedi, they set it up so subtly and so beautifully done. So there's a scene in uh, General Snoke's um, chambers where mm. you know, Kylo Ren goes against him and he tries to take his throne and stuff like that. And it's yeah. an amazing fight scene and stuff. And it's hinting so, so strongly about the twist that happens in Rise of Skywalker. Right. I won't spoil Rise of Skywalker for you, but there is a twist. You've probably already seen spoilers because there's memes going around, something chronic about it. Oh, yeah. People can't shut up. Yeah. <laughs> but I, it, it was done so well and it linked so well into Rise of Skywalker. And I just thought, they're Clever. just so brilliantly done. Foreshadowing. Having a storyline that lasts that many films and that many spin-offs. Oh, and yeah. You've got The Mandalorian now. You've got all these other things going on. You've got games. You've got The Clone Wars. For a universe, like a, a story based in a universe mm-hmm. with the same sort of theme going through, to be able to get that many storylines is genius. Yeah. And the same with Star Trek, but I think it's on a different calibre. As Star Wars. Yeah, I mean, I I like the the older films, mm. um, as as standalone things. I like that they're it's these characters and then they're going off to do this. I like that they don't all have to link to one another. Yeah. Um, other than the the TV series, which you know, that's that's a different story. <laughs> but the films, I don't know. I always struggle to f- not follow. I always struggle to still be interested in like a series of films that have to all connect. Apart from Harry Potter, because oh. it's easy, yeah. and I'd also and read the books. Childhood as well. yeah. yeah, the books were great. The films were average. 
the films were the f- good. They just the, weren't some of the, the films same as were good. The books, yeah. yeah, but I, I just I don't know. I like a film. I like a film that has a start, a middle, and an, and an end, and then there's another film that has the same people in it, and then something else happens. Yeah. I okay. Like I guess. But this. I guess, but the Star Wars does have that. There are underlying mm. themes and stuff like that, and mm. there's. Oh, I could do a whole episode just about the like Rise of Skywalker <laughs> because there was so much going on in there, and it was just so clever the way it was done, and I really rate it. And it, I'm not saying it's without its faults or anything like that, but I do really rate it, and I rate the whole Star Wars universe, mm. other than episodes one, two, three. <laughs> I completely disagree with you on the Star Wars Star Trek thing, though. I just like. I think you've got good points, but I. I, I mean, I've you're never. Wrong. I've never watched like the, the spin-off shows. Um, my brother watched like Babylon Five and all that stuff. Yeah. I've never gone that far, but I, I really enjoyed the films. I like Picard. I think he's definitely the best captain. <laughs> definitely. Um, I totally agree. In yeah. the series world, but in the movies world, I really, really like. Um... Oh shit. Chris. Chris Pine. Oh, wait, Pine. no, I know the captain's name. What um, is his name? Give me a second, give me a second. It's. I've forgotten. He's the son of the other one, isn't he? Chris Ember. Chris Ember's place as dad in the films, isn't he? Which I think was great casting, because he could genuinely be his But then he was like the original captain. Oh, God, what is his name? Captain. Kirk. Captain Kirk. Kirk! Oh, shit, yeah. Captain Kirk. Yes. Because his name's, isn't it, like. James T. James Tiberius Kirk. Yeah. Yeah. I think he plays it really, really well. I thought it was really clever, the sort of time loop thing that they'd done, the twister Rooney with the, you know, with, they're starting a new universe because time sort of being yeah. written kind of thing. I thought it was very clever. I liked the casting of Spock. Ah. Oh, All the other characters. Zachary Quinto as Spock was n- nailed N- it. Nailed it. Spot on. Yeah. Spock on. Spock on. <laughs> That was so shit, What a gag. <laughs> solid, that was solid joke. Spot on. And I think... Uh, <laughs> fucking hell, I'm ashamed. <laughs> I think Simon Pegg as... Um, Doctor. No, he wasn't. Bones. No, he's not Bones. Bones is a... Uh, Keith Urban, wasn't it? Not Keith Urban. Carl... Carl Urban. Bones is Carl Urban and... He's the Scottish Scotty. Scotty. Oh shit, yeah. <laughs> he's the Scottish one. The Scottish one. I thought he was good, and he got a lot of stick for his accent, but well, he's got a pretty good, know. thick Scottish accent. In yeah. Most, what, I think it was what, fine. what do you want? And plus, don't forget, it's based merely not years and years in the yeah, future. Probably, Accents might change. Wasn't a thing as Scotland then. Yeah, exactly. No he might have moved around a bit. You no might offense, have... Scotland. <laughs> He might not exist anymore. <laughs> you never know. He might have lived in Scotland for a few years and moved to America and got a bit of a different accent. Yeah. Who gives a fuck? Who cares? Yeah. Accents are irrelevant. Exactly. It was a good accent. The only accent I hate when people do is when certain people try and do an English accent. And it's yeah, it's awful, especially when they try and be too posh. Because not everybody. Oh, it's yeah. Not and everybody then, sounds like they're in bloody Pride and Prejudice. Or it's when they go too Cockney and like their yeah. parents are normal and they've got all, all right, it'll Cockney accent. Like, <laughs> this. Have you ever seen One Day? Yes. So Anne Hathaway's accent in that changes so drastically from oh, like yeah. scene to scene. Yeah. And um, I rate her as an actress, but that accent that was accent just wasn't great. No. Like, but yeah, to end to end the podcast because we went on a bit of a tangent there. Uh, you're wrong. 
uh, Star okay. Wars is better than Star Trek. You, you are also wrong. Star Trek is better than Star Wars. It's so. not true. But I do love Star Trek. <laughs> we agree to disagree. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so we're going to play a little game. I've printed off 31. Well, technically 33, but I haven't got the years the last two came out. Okay, that's fine. 30. <laughs> oh, no, that's not true. I've got here a list of a certain amount of movies. A number of movies. Um, I can't read it. I think you're going to cheat. I'm not a cheater. How dare you? <laughs> yeah, so I'm going to tell you a movie quote. Okay. And I need you to tell me what film it is, okay. which you'll get easily, but what year they came out. And That's I'm gonna, tricky. I'm going to mark you. I love to be scored. <laughs> quote number one. Okay. one. I'm not going to do an impression or something. Okay. I do really want to present. Do the accent, do the accent. Alright. I'm king of the world! Oh, Titanic, obviously. Yes. Uh, 997? <gasps> yes! Yeah. Nailed it. Easy. This one you might not get. Wouldn't it be funny if some of them are on the list some of them are. in front of me? We've, so I've got uh, one of those scratch-off <laughs> top 100 movies. It's too things. far away for me to actually read the writing, to be fair. Yeah, I've I can got see the bottom. I can see the bottom line, that's it. This next one is on there. Oh. Where is it? This one is one of my favourite films. Really okay. good. Okay. So it's Carpe Diem. Seize the day, boys. Make your lives extraordinary. Um. Oh God. Um. Oh, I can't remember the name of it. Do you know who says it? Yeah, it's the one with Robin Williams in. He's yeah. the teacher. Yeah. Yes, you got this. Come on. Ah. Uh, oh God. <laughs> oh no. All I keep thinking of is um. Oh, I can't even remember the name of that one. Oh, what's happened? <laughs> what's going on? Do you know sort of the year, rough year? Ninety... One? 1989. Oh, God. So close. So no points there. Oh. So that was Dead Poet Society. that's it. Jesus Christ. <laughs> it came out in 1989. I was almost close. All right. This one's, you'll get the quote easily, but I'm not sure if you'll get the year. Okay. It's alive! It's alive! Frankenstein? Yep. Oh, that's very early. Yeah. 58. Oh, way earlier than that. 1931. Oh. <laughs> so you get one point for that one. <laughs> <laughs> Got to resist the urge of doing the accent for this one. <laughs> Although I want to. <laughs> Mama always said life is like a box of chocolates. Come, obviously. Yep. Came out in what year? Oh, God. I think, if I'm guess, guessing your age right, it might have come out the year you were born. Really? Yeah, unless I don't, it, that I don't know how old you are. It wasn't that early. I feel like it was in the year where all the best films came out. Which one? 1999. No. What year were you born? 86. What? Yeah. I'm hella old. I thought you were younger than me. No. Oh my gosh! No. Damn, you're a good for Um, ninety-three, four. No, four. Yes. Oh, I knew that. I'll give you that point. You got there at the end. I, I knew it was four. I really. thought you were younger than me. No. Oh my god! I wish I was born in. No, I don't wish I was born in nineteen oh four. you were born in nineteen eighty-six. You said. Yes. Thirty-three. I'm in my thirty-fourth year. Wow. <laughs> I mean, you can't see her on this <laughs> on this audio. I look like a child. She looks my age. <laughs> I'm I'm twenty-six. So it's not a huge age no. gap. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I'm in shock. What is 
Who's your secret? Uh, I watch a lot of films and uh, stay inside. Oh, I'm going to do well with life then. (laughs) (laughs) All right. You're going to need a bigger boat. Jaws. Yeah, which came out? Uh, 78. Oh, so close, man. 79? 77? No. 76? No. 80? (laughs) 75. Oh. I told you I watched Jaws 75 times Ah. once over one summer break because I'm fucking sad. (laughs) And I'd done it because... It came out in 1975. And I got to, I think I got to 60 at times I'd watched it, and I was like, I'm going to watch it the amount of like yeah. times. Well, yeah, you may as well if you've seen it 60 times. I can quote <laughs> every single word of it. Wow. And also, do a little, it. <laughs> a little uh, sad story is uh, when I auditioned for acting college the first time, I done uh, Quint's. Um, oh, his monologue. Monologue about his drunken um, monologue. Yeah, about the uh, Indianapolis. Oh. Um, and I was a nineteen-year-old girl. I don't even think I was nineteen. I think I was like seventeen or eighteen-year-old girl doing a monologue of a fifty-year-old drunken sea drunken captain. angry man. Yeah, it was um, <laughs> good choice. I want to say I nailed it. I nailed all the words and everything, but I don't think <laughs> the, I don't think the uh, character was made. For well, me. you got into the college, so you must have I mean, done well. I did. <laughs> that is true. Uh, the second monologue I'd done a few years later to do the second course was much more to my to my design. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so here's looking at you, kid. Um, Casablanca. Yep. It's on there. I know it is, but I'm not going to look. Um, it is. Yeah, you're right. Oh, is it fifties? 40s? Yeah. 47? No, it's oh. earlier than that. 42? Yeah. Oh. 42. Wow. The early ones always trick me because I obviously wasn't alive when films became yeah. colour and I don't really know when that happened. Yeah. So it's don't really, know when it's really difficult. Was. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, Houston, we have a problem. Um, uh, Apollo 13? Yeah, and came out when? Ooh. Another Apollo 13. Oh, was that before or after Forrest Gump? 90. Six. Ninety-five. Ah. So close. Damn. <laughs> you can't handle the truth. Um, A Few Good Men. Yes. Came out. Oh. Ninety-three? All close, ninety-two. Ah. All right, I'll ask you the last ones in the next sentence. Oh, but you're doing well. You're doing really it's well. It's just the years. I I'm thought so I was close. Gonna, I thought I was going to get you with a, a few good men. Oh no. It's a great film. It's a great film, but not everyone's seen it. Oh, those people are Probably stupid. Probably one of the most quotable films ever. It's oh, brilliant. I might watch it. Yeah, I might watch it again. Mm. Actually, I watch it. I might watch years. it today. <laughs> so, Jess, what is your subject number two? Subject number two. Okay, I'm going to go with my um, my my bold statement uh, subject. So I think I've I've amended the the wording ever so slightly. Okay, I think I know what you're going to do. I think that Adam Sandler is the most underrated actor of his generation. Okay. And I will fight people to the death <laughs> if they disagree with me. So this is the statement you said that made me want to yes. do this podcast. I initially said that I thought he was the best actor of his generation. Yeah. But I have I have revised underrated I think is more appropriate 
Alright, I, I agree with you slightly more with the underrated thing. Okay. I recently watched Uncut Gem Ooh, at yes. your request for this show oh, because yes. I knew you were going to mention that. So there might be some spoilers in this about that. Yeah. I'll try not to, but I'm mainly going to focus on his acting considering that's the thing that's in yeah. in debate here. I I think he's good. I wouldn't say he's the most underrated actor of his generation. I think there's so many other actors that are so underrated. Tony Collette being one of them. She's a queen. I I would much. I would I would argue that she is very very rated. I don't know. I, I think, think she I is think, very rated. I think nowadays especially she is. She's she's, yeah. she's the 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 pick the yeah. pick of the bunch. See now I would have said uh, Olivia Coleman was underrated, but again she's now she's, she's won an Oscar. rocketed. <laughs> she's she bloody is Oscar brilliant. winning. She is Oscar Olivia winning. Coleman I know. from Peep Show. <laughs> yeah, and uh, the Mitchell and Webb look and yes. stuff like that. She's oh. Adam Sandler. Yeah. you think is the most underrated actor? I do because there's there's many many films of his that are crap. I I will agree that he has made some some truly terrible terrible films. <laughs> Jack and Jill. Jack and Jill <laughs> being one of them. But people still talk about it. People still talk about and, and people have still seen it even yeah. though they know that it's going to be awful because he's playing both the brother and the sister <laughs> in his own film. I mean, that is bold. That is a bold move to it's write to write a film and then start as the two main characters, one of whom is a woman. <laughs> I just think it's brilliant. I've never seen it. I will never watch it. it look, but it, yeah. it's a bold move. But you can't quote about his acting in that. It might be no. dreadful acting. It's a bold move, but, then, but that doesn't make you a good actor. But then we lead on to you know, the actual good films that he has done. And I think that one good film that somebody makes can negate at least 10 of the films that they've done. Oh, yeah. Easily. Mm. Um, so there's a film called Punch Drunk Love, which is one of my favourite films I've seen it ever. Uh, so Paul Thomas Anderson, brilliant director. It's weird as, weird as hell, but he's so good in it. He's so good. And he just plays this awkward, angry man who can't do anything a normal pace and it's just anxiety ridden and he all he wants to do is collect bloody tokens to get free air miles and fall in love with a woman but it's brilliant and I, tiny, I don't think I've seen that actually and there's I a tiny I tiny little piano and it's just he's, a t- a tiny he's, piano. he's just brilliant he's brilliant and there's another film called Rain Over Me which he, I've heard of that. He flexes his emotional acting muscles, which is a very different. It's, it's like the you can put two different films together: Punch Drunk Love and Rain Over Me. Um, so he plays like um, a, a widow, widower. Yeah, widower. The man. Mm. Yeah. Um, so his spoiler alert: his wife and his children die, Ooh. and then he just becomes like this horribly depressed you know hermit almost and mm. and and he meets uh his his old college roommate randomly like in the street and sort of just becomes obsessed because he's got this friend and yeah. it's it's so sad and it makes me cry every time i watch it 
and I never ever thought that Adam Sandler could be in a film that would actually bring me to tears, tears. multiple times. I'm gonna have to watch that because that sounds great. Oh, it's it's heartbreaking. It the- really is, and he's just he he nails every single scene, and he acts it so well, and he's still there's still aspects of like him being funny mm. and and you know like the Adam Sandler that people know but he just does serious roles as serious characters just so well so I've not really seen him in many serious roles but I think the reason for that is because he's Adam Sandler because he's Adam Sandler <laughs> and as you said like one good film can negate ten bad ones mm. but it's wanting to watch that one good film oh yeah with the risk of watching another shit Adam Sandler film and which is why I think that's, and I, that I, people associate him with shit films with, with Jack and Jill like, and Jack and Jill and all the other ones and stuff I like mean that. The, some of his like well I say some most of his comedy films I love like Happy Gilmore oh Happy Gilmore's the best film it's amazing I watched that so many times Big Daddy Big Daddy's funny, brilliant, brilliant. Yeah. The Waterboy even I've not seen The Waterboy. It's, yeah. it's great. It's so stupid, but it's funny. And mm. he does funny, like, so, the best. The, the, the best, probably one of the best comedy actors, I think. I, I Yes, I'd say that, but I think sometimes he gets too stupid with it. Yeah, which um, is which is where he loses people. It would go too far. I didn't want to go see Uncut Gem, and I wasn't too keen on seeing it, because I thought, oh, it's Adam Sandler trying to be a serious actor, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. And I think... People are not going to watch a brilliant film and yeah. catch him because, because of, of him. him, which is why I think he's he's tainted himself. He's ta- yeah, that's a perfect word. He's tainted. He's himself tainted himself. But the by people, bad but jobs. the people that have seen the good films of his know yeah. the real. They, we know the truth. Brilliant. We know the truth. I that, never thought I'd seen is... that side of Adam Sandler. No, never thought great. I'd seen that side of him. And if you've and seen that, hooked. then you should watch the others because yeah I think I'm definitely going to go see Punch Drunk because that sounds amazing truly change your mind yeah. I should have brought it I've got it at home but as you said I do agree with the whole one good film can change people's opinion and yeah. I'm glad I watched uh, Uncut Gem because that changed my opinion it was amazing I don't think he's the most underrated actor of his generation but I do think he's a good actor okay. if he gets good scripts oh yeah that definitely yeah. helps but that's the same with everyone yeah it? I say uh, I think there's a handful of people that I think shine even through bad scripts like like uh, Adam Sandler <laughs> <laughs> thank you Cassie you got me <laughs> you've made my point for me so we're going to stop the podcast there because me and Jess spoke for hours about these subjects and I've had to edit it quite a lot I didn't want to lose the essence of the show and you know the real passion that we had so what I've done is split this into two episodes so this was episode one and episode two will be released shortly thank you so much for listening and tune in for part two